This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Welcome everybody to the Age Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is David Furrow. This is my dad, Lynn Furrow. Uh, Here at Summit Life, our mission is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective, but then also empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. Well, yesterday we got off to a pretty uh, fiery start. You're a little passionate there, Dad. Uh, but uh, we're talking about age changers and uh, what that what that means and entails. But uh, let's uh, keep going and uh, let's see if you're right. as fired up as yesterday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back into this topic again and yesterday we had a quick start and as david said uh, we came in hot but (laughs) i tell you what this is not a day for indifference this is not a day of passivity or lethargy or lukewarmness Uh, the laodicean spirit must be broken off of the western church and the only way that we're going to uh, burn away that lethargy and that type of uh, spiritual inertia is with the zeal of the Lord. And so uh, that was prophesied about Jesus and his earthly life and ministry. He said, uh, it said it was prophesied about him that the zeal for the Lord's house consumed him. Well, God is building an eternal habitation. He's building an eternal house. And the church is to be that dwelling place of God. And so those of us that are leaders in the church today, we are wanting to partner with God to be master builders, to be wise builders that are building his house, not with temporal things or or transitory things, but using eternal material that is building upon the foundation, which is Christ. And if the zeal of the Lord consumed the Lord Jesus concerning his father's house, that same zeal should consume us as well. Now, we are in a series, and we launched it yesterday, called Age Changers, and that reflects uh, the name for the podcast. Because, again, we started out yesterday talking about how leaders have tried to equip the church, how to react to change, maybe manage change, but really that's never been the vision uh, that the Lord has for the church. We are not just to manage change or learn how to manage it better, even though we've been resistant to change and and change has been difficult for us. We are called to be age changers. We are to enact change. We are to provoke change. We are to be spiritual revolutionaries that literally spiritually overthrow the old existing order of Satan's rule and reign on this planet and to break the spirit of darkness and its sway over the nations of the earth. We are to be those that are uh, forerunning a kingdom that is here now, but yet has a dimension that is yet coming. And so we are to taste of the powers of the age to come and to bring the weight of the power and the glory of the kingdom of God in the earth in in proclamation, demonstration, and in manifestation. And so I'm passionate about this because for years I have labored within the context of the local church. And 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 you know, as a as a pastor and as a leader that has observed 
how slow the church moves to engage and partner with God uh, in his eternal purpose is amazing. And so God wants to get the church unstuck. He really does. And so last week, what we did was, or yesterday, what we did was we we talked about how uh, Jeremiah prophesied to Moab and how they had been resistant to change. And how God said, I'm going to send you tilters that will tilt you and pour you out to where you can go through a process of purification and change. But God said, I'm going to destroy your old jars. I'm not going to let you go back to your old molds, your old wineskins, your old jars, your old models. And this is what God is doing uh, in the church in this hour. God is breaking old molds and paradigms and forms that are not really permitting the church to move on to maturity. Now, this is a a word of exhortation I want to give you before we get into the text that I want to study today. The pace of acceleration, the pace of change is going to become so great that if we don't acclimate uh, and stay in step with the Spirit in how God is escalating and accelerating His purpose in the earth in this hour, there are going to be many saints and many well-meaning and good-hearted Christians that are going to be overwhelmed by the experience of how much change uh, God is going to bring. You know, I highly respect Mike Bickle. And one of the things that Mike Bickle has said for a number of years, based upon something that God spoke to him in Cairo, Egypt, in an encounter of the Lord. And Mike has repeated this statement. And every time he states it, you know, I believe there is a faith that we need to mix with that word that God gave him many years ago in Cairo, Egypt. He said that God is going to change the expression of Christianity in one generation. And so if God is going to change the way Christianity is expressed in one generation, that means uh, in just a few years, the church is going to look entirely different at the end of this accelerated change process than it did at the beginning of where we've been. And I believe the church has accepted some of that change process, but but by and large, we've resisted it, David. By and large, we've been reluctant to go where the lamb is leading the church. Why do you think that is? Well, because we, we, we don't want to, to walk by faith. We don't want to venture, uh, go on an adventure with God into unknown territory. And so that's why I used the phrase yesterday, Many times we're more comfortable of reenacting epics of history, reenacting over and over again certain eras of history, because when I know the script and I know where we're going and I know the outcome, then what I do, it it requires no faith or growth in faith and maturity or vision to be able to to run with the Lord. I mean, it can be intimidating and we have to overcome uh, you know, fear factors that we all have. I, you know, I, I want to say this: uh, we're getting, we're going through a process in our own personal life <laughs> yes. where what we've known in ministry and what we've done in ministry, we're, it's entirely changing. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I've told people, I know what I'm leaving, but I don't know where I'm going. And people yeah. saying, Well, where, where are you going? What are you doing? And, <laughs> and in all honesty, I have to say, I'm on an Abrahamic journey. Yeah. You know, I know where God has told me what he's told me to leave and leave from. 
but yet I'm on an Abrahamic journey of not knowing the land that God is taking me. So we don't know all of what the church will look like. And if anybody says they know exactly, we only know in part, we only see in part. But every day I've got to trust God and I've got to embrace the change that God is bringing to my life. Every day I've got to be responsive, receptive to to what he's speaking and how he's wanting to engage me. And the uh, one change in an area of your life leads to change in every area of your life. And if I am willing to allow God to deal with me and purify me and inwardly begin to cause me to be poured forth, then I know that the cumulative effect of daily change will lead to to a totally different outcome in the destiny of my life. And so I just want to encourage everybody that's listening to me as I talk about change, and, and that can be a big word, you know, you may not have the faith capacity right now to, to embrace a, a massive um, paradigm shift. But I ask you to allow the dealings of God and the voice of God that breaks in daily into your life for you to embrace his daily voice uh, and, and surrender daily and relinquish your rights to your own life and, and the control of your life and your plans for your life, relinquish that and say, Jesus, I want to follow you, the lamb, wherever you want to lead me. And 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 when we do that, uh, it's both liberating, but it can be intimidating. Scary, yeah. But that's why we have to be in this hour, the word that God gave Joshua in this moment of crossing over, uh, where they crossed over, you know, a, a threshold that the children of Israel, after they had come out of Egypt, God had brought them out, but they they were reluctant to go in. And they passed by that threshold, that crossover threshold uh, in the book of Joshua. And they they would peer across the river and they would go back out and wander a little while. And then they'd come back close to the threshold. There was a moment where they crossed the the threshold of the unknown. And they crossed over and they began to fulfill unfulfilled promises. It, we, we have got to stop gazing at a distance at unfulfilled promises and have the courage to go across Jordan. And that's what he's doing in the church right now. We are his inheritance and he wants to claim us as an inheritance, but we're going to have to have a faith to let God become to us what he desires to be to us. And then we're willing to become unto him what he's longed for and what he has desired. Now, I want to go to this passage of Scripture uh, in Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5. And if we don't acclimate to the speed and if we don't acclimate to the environment and the level of change and acceleration that God is going to bring to bear in this hour, this is another prophetic warning that our good brother Jeremiah gives us. And I know that I'm, I'm, I'm drawing on this well of the prophet's heart of Jeremiah, but the book of Jeremiah is so rich. And, and again, what he spoke to the nations, what he spoke to Israel, what he spoke to Judah, there are many parallels to our time. God was challenging uh, Israel and Judah in, in their moment, and, and, and he was trying to awaken them uh, to the reality of some temporal judgments that had already occurred and were occurring. 
and and but God was trying to provoke His people to change, yeah. and so He was a a voice that was crying out to them, and He didn't do it out of cruelness. He didn't do it out of hostility. He was known as the weeping prophet. He carried the heart of God. Uh, but listen at what He said in Jeremiah chapter twelve verse five. He said, "If you have raced with the men on foot and they have wearied you." If you've become exhausted at the pace of the footman, he said, how will you compete with the horses? And if in a safe land you are so trusting, what will you do in the thicket of Jordan? And so he uses this analogy of, we know that along rivers, many times there's undergrowth, there's thickets, uh, the, the, the woods and the forest become dense around watered areas. It's not barren, it's not sparse. And, and so he just tells them, he goes, you know, right now there has been a pace that God has set in the earth, a prophetic pace, an environment. God is using external things to create pe- pressure to get you to move. And he said, if the pace of the footmen have wearied you, if you become exhausted by that pace, what are you going to do in a moment of greater acceleration? And so this is our challenge. God is doing this work of acceleration. He's quickening the pace. And so we must get in spiritual condition. We we must spiritually exercise ourselves to have a capacity to increase the pace that God has for the church uh, to run in this hour. Lest what he warned the children of Israel over and and warned them of what, what could happen. He said, if in a safe land, you're struggling. And the United States has been in a, a secure, relatively safe nation. Mm-hmm. But God is removing the down out of the nest. Yeah. Uh, we see the instability. We see the insecurity coming to what used to be a safe nation. Something that we would say, you know, I can plan for 50 years. I can plan my retirement. I can plan my career. I can I can build my houses. I can build my barns. I can, I can chart out my course and live my happy, pursue my happiness and my comfortable American lifestyle. Yeah. That hour, hear me, that hour is over. God is no, gonna, no longer have the church trust in the safety of this nation because all the nations of the earth are going to become unsafe. And God is going to use that to drive us to, to the things that are secure, the things that provide true safety. And that is the Lord. He is our refuge and he is our fortress. His unshakable kingdom must be where we find our security in this hour. And so as God begins to turn up the heat, as he begins to quicken the pace, as the church, we've got to turn away from complaining and murmuring and, and, and reeling and becoming overwhelmed and almost like a spiritual panic attack. I've seen all sorts of reactions, just as we've seen some of the trouble that we've experienced in 2020. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've seen people just get overwhelmed. Well, we haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. The intensity is only going to increase. Things have still been relatively safe. We've seen some instability here and there. But when we see it sweep the entire nation, there will be no place that you're going to run and hide. Yeah. You're going to have to be hid. Your life is going to have to be hid in Christ. 
Christ must be your sole source. And so God is weaning us off right now of many of the artificial life forms that we have fed ourselves from. And, and God is trying to condition his church for the hour, condition us, bring us to a level of spiritual conditioning uh, to where we can not just survive the last days, but learn to overcome in the last days. Because what the last days is about is producing overcomers even as he has overcome. Okay, we'll stop there today, and then we'll pick up uh, H-Changers. And I was going to try to get in another text, but we'll save that for tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. If you guys want to hear more, you can see us at summerlifeministries.com. You can visit our Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, even Snapchat. Guys, if you have questions on these uh, messages here today, feel free to leave them in the comments. We are going to be answering those questions on Friday, so feel free to do that. Please do that. We want to hear from you guys and see what you think. Uh, thank you guys and have a wonderful day. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.